Hello again and welcome to Best Boys, another part of our spooky Halloween spooktacular. <laughs> oh, is that a kitten? No, it sounds like a crow. It actually sounds very close to how a crow speaks. <laughs> so give the move give me peanuts. <laughs> the, uh, uh, let's go right back. Uh we're gonna watch It Follows this week. Yeah, it's a newish uh, creepy horror movie. Yeah, uh, before now, I vaguely heard of it before today. Uh, I it sounded kind of familiar. I thought it was at first. I thought it was like a some kind of uh, direct DVD bullshit. You know? Yeah, like I'm it prequel. Yeah, you know this is actually the prequel to it. It's uh, it's called Little It, and they mm. call him Little Shit. Ah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a comedy romp. Let's go ahead and read the, uh, the Blu-ray here. Mm. For 19-year-old Jay, fall and fall is not capitalized should be about school, boys, and weekends out at the lake. But after a seemingly innocent sexual encounter, she finds herself plagued by strange visions and the inescapable sense that someone or something is following her. Jay and her teenage friends must now find a way to escape the horrors that seem to be only a few steps behind in this critically acclaimed Schiller that bloody disgusting calls the scariest movie of 2015. Oh yeah, and bloody disgusting, it's actually a magazine that really, it really is like about its name because you just get to see like all these like behind the scenes gore pictures in the magazine for the new movies. That's actually kind of cool. Does it show like, you know, how they made them all? Yeah, well, the thing of the, like, back in the day, Fangoria was, like, big into that, too, and there's actually a whole bunch of stills from horror movies where the scene was cut completely and lost forever, except for just the stills in Fangoria of what the death scene was supposed to look like. That's actually really cool. Yeah. But, uh, we'll be back in a little bit. We'll go ahead and watch the movie. Yep, uh, I'd say, uh, watch it, follows if you'd enjoy a spooky, paranoia-filled Halloween treat. Alright, so that was It Follows, and, uh, Joe, that was a pretty fucking spoopy movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, well, goddamn. Yeah. Oh, Jesus yeah, people Christ. get frightened by this one. Jesus fucking Christ. Mm-hmm. It uh, could be anywhere. Okay, so, we, we've watched a few movies now, uh, for Halloween Spooktober, Ween Spooktacular, a ghoulishly good time for every boy and ghoul. Yeah. Uh... And I have to say, Joe, this is probably the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Well, I mean, and, uh, the, the director would thank you. This, there's only one other time I've been more scared, artificially, and that was only for like fifth, like maybe uh, like five seconds at Six Flags and the giant drop where you just mm. fucking fall and it kicked in my like, uh, what, what's what's the uh, what's the one I'm looking for here? Uh, like, like where they go. It's like a like like your base senses. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I like went, do or die. I went full Spongegar, like mm. survival instinct, because I thought I was going to die. And I didn't get that scared in this. Oh, but I was yeah, like, yeah. <sighs> you can attest this, Joe. I told you several times. I don't like this, Joe. Yep, yep, yep. I don't like this at all. It's like going to ride like the demon that six legs whenever you're like twelve, and you see it's got like loops, but then it goes into a cave and there's like a bat in it. That was pretty spooky. Yeah, the demon sucked. But yeah. you know what didn't suck? This movie. Yeah, no, I like it. 
Um, the first time I watched this, I wasn't scared. Um, it's extremely hard to scare me. I wish it wasn't. I wish I could be scared again. But I've just watched too much. Yeah, you you know the flow of a horror movie. Yeah, well, and I, mean, I was, also... I was, like, consoling myself. That they're like, okay, okay. Yeah. They just had it here. Definitely not gonna show up again immediately. And so I let myself be calm for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Now, this movie's extremely good about not revealing too much about the passage of time. So, like, once a scene cuts, it could be days later, it could be weeks, I mean, it could be minutes, you don't know. There's a scene where she crashed her car, and the entire time, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, is this a close-by hospital? Is, did she just go there and just wake up? Where the fuck is she? Yep. What's the fucking walking distance? Yeah, so the basic gist of this movie is that there is a thing that follows you by walking, uh in a straight line to wherever you are and you pass this thing along through sexual contact um so like basically it's a straight line of people once you pass it on it stops following you in you it goes to the next person but once it kills that next person it goes straight back to you so you gotta basically try to pass it on and then hope that they pass it on to as many people as they can beforehand yep so it doesn't come back to you yeah, but, I mean, if you don't explain to uh, somebody what's going to happen, I mean, they're just going to get killed right away, because a guy will basically walk to them and then kill them, because they won't know what's going to happen. Yep. Uh, but, I mean, that's the main... The, the movie kicks off pretty early with this kind of concept, where it opens up where you see some girl, uh, she, she runs out of her house from seemingly nothing, she backs away, she's looking at the camera, and then she fucking books it. Yeah, and she goes somewhere. She hides. She looks very, very scared at the camera. Is I don't know if you heard footsteps. I'd have to rewatch I, it again. I don't believe you do, because um, like basically we never start seeing the thing until Jay gets infected. We don't see the chick in the dress in the beginning with the guy that he sees. That's why he books it out of the theater. That's that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think probably that you probably could have seen the thing, like, walking if we had been looking at it through her viewpoint, but... Because eventually she just gives up and she decides to just lay by the beach to let it get her. Uh, but yeah, this movie is... Uh, let me look at my notes here. Uh, I have the words very suspenseful, written in chicken scratch, taking up about half the fucking page. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesus. Uh, okay, so, when she first, uh... So it kicks off immediately with, like, the what the fuck, what the fuck, when uh, she's, what was the guy's name? Was it Hugh? Was the fake name he had? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. She she meets up with Hugh, and they bang in his car outside of, like, yeah, an outside abandoned of an old building. hotel. Like, what the fuck? Hey, it's a good place to bang, though. Like, no people looking at you. I, I mean, I, there's one person that's going to be looking at him. Mm, yep. And that's a naked Asian lady. Mm. So, like... She's, like, sitting there just kind of like, yeah, what's up? You know, just kind of laying down. And then the dude gets on top of her and chloroforms her ass. Yep. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, alright, that took kind of a turn. Yeah, yeah. And then she wakes up and she's, like, tied in a wheelchair. Yep. And the guy's, you know, walking around. Because what I thought was, I'm like, oh, okay, wow, she just already, okay, how is she going to get out of this? She's tied to a fucking wheelchair and there's a guy in the background. Because they, they did the thing there where... They had the guy walk in from off screen and just kind of look around and build up that suspense of, is this that dude that 
I heard it's gonna about follow her. The, yeah, is this the dude I heard about in the back of the movie? What the fuck's mm, going on? Yeah, it could be like a ghost boy. It could be like a, a serial killer. Yeah, and then uh, so he like he tries to explain to her and what he probably is trying to justify to himself as a fucking uh, as a fucking uh, defense. Like, okay, it's okay if I do this. If I just let her know what's going on, it's great. No, don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you just gotta explain to people what's happening or else it's coming right back to you. Yep, and, uh, so, and this is the first, like, oh, fuck, for the first spook of the movie to me. I didn't care about a lady getting both her legs broken in half, I don't care about that. Yeah, 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 I saw that in Final Destination 5, remember she slips on, like, on some starch, and then she falls and breaks her legs. Yeah, and that one's called, the Too Many Cooks in the Kitchen. Yeah. That was that one, that was that death scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called uh, a time for cooking, a time for death. But uh, so they're in this like hotel thing, and it looks like the asylum from uh, Psychonauts, the abandoned mm. asylum. It looks one to one like that abandoned asylum. He wheels her over to the side. And I'm like, oh, is he gonna fucking throw her off? And then looks down there, and there's a naked Asian woman just looking at him slowly walking up, and it's like, okay. All right. I mean, I didn't expect that. Okay, no, no. that was actually pretty kind of that was kind of spooky. And then he parks her ass there and lets the lady walk up on there to like spook her, and it's like, okay, okay, I don't like this. This is making mm. me nervous. So that was woof. This was that that whole. I th- I guess there's just something inherently really goddamn spooky about someone just walking towards you. Oh yeah, I yeah. guess. No, that's what like a lot of creepy pastas are based on. But uh, what the the scene in the movie that spooked me the most for goddamn sure is a little bit after this one. Like the police are called, they start investigating, and all the friends are just kind of sitting there. And I don't. When did she see him again? When did she see next him? time? Is in the house, I believe. But no, what? no, no. At school, she sees him at school. It's an old lady walking towards her at the college. That's right, that's right. She goes to the college, and she sees someone that looks like... You can you can kind of infer that it might be her grandma, but otherwise it yep. might just be any old lady. She's at school, and she looks out the window, and there's someone in, like, a white outfit. You can't tell what it is. And as they get closer and closer, it's an old lady. And, again, it, like, you see it walking through, what... Is this an old lady that just escaped from, like, a thing? Is she just walking around? Yeah, oh, no yeah. one's reacting to her. That's a thing. That's the fucking, like... That's the Ooga Booga Man. Yeah, the police are going to get a silver call. A silver call? That's whenever you're, an old lady escapes from like something and they got to go catch her. Oh, okay, they got to they gotta get like, yep, the, the dog silver catchers. fox is on the loose. Yep, they got to get a big oversized bug net and watch Yeah, 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 yeah. What they like to do is just like tie a, a pair of dentures to a fishing line and then try to pop them in their mouth and then just drag her away by the car. Uh, so that's pretty good. Uh, she's walking down a hallway... And then the old lady kind of teleports to the other side? Well, I think the thing cannot teleport. I mean, it's um, they do say that in the movie, and there's nothing to really suggest that it can. I think, like, they did show, like, a lot of the school building beforehand, and I think that hallway was pretty close to wherever she was in the building. It might have just been because I got disoriented, most likely intentionally. Yeah. From the camera spinning around and around and around. Yeah. Uh... There's a shot in a school where, uh, th- th- no, this other school scene shows up later, but she sees it all day that she's just like, oh, I, he might not have been full of shit. So then her and her friends are all just there in the house. You know, they're all hanging out. 
Yeah, they're having a slumber party. And then a window breaks, and they go and they check it out, and there's nothing there. And then she goes down, and she's like, she's, you know, she's looking around, and she goes to the kitchen, and she turns around, and there's, like, a lady with two black eyes, fucked up, broken teeth. Uh, I think her, I think her arm was broken, and she's pissing herself. Yeah, and her breasts are exposed. Yeah, and she just, just is there. Yeah, she's walking and pissing and pissing and walking. And I'm like, oh, oh, fuck, okay, oh, shit, because she's right next to her. Yep. And she doesn't, like, hold her arms out, like, oh, I'm gonna get you. No, she doesn't. She no, just yeah. This thing loves right fucking with people. It just walks right at him, and the music score is... It, it only got, like, one cheap jump scare out of me. Yeah, that was yeah, when a the ball, ball. Yeah, a ball yeah. hit a wall, and then... No, okay. yeah, they really don't jump scare in this movie too much. Okay, what the fuck was with the little kid with the red the red uh, hoodie? He just likes peeping on her. Oh, okay. He's like a little boy who likes taking a look. Because red was a thing that showed up every time before the thing showed up. There was yeah, red yeah. or pink every single time. And I was wondering if maybe, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, because I'm sure that the movie is making some deeper kind of... Uh... What's the word I'm looking for here? Like, kind of subliminal hints at what the meaning is about. Yeah, like at the end where the dude takes the form of her father... And then a young child, before he's sexually mature, wearing red all the time. This thing is kind of like a, a little, I, I like, I don't know, it's like, a, it's a predator that comes about from sex. It's a sexual predator. Mm-hmm. You've got the whole STD, AIDS angle. Uh, there's, there's a lot like that, you know, like there's, virginity is associated with red and white. Mm, yeah, 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 like the flower opening up, like the rose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just, like, the train going through a tunnel. Yeah, yeah, and then, like, the the fi- the, right, the pointing right emoji and the okay emoji. Oh, yeah, 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 I know what that means. Or the eggplant and the peach. And yep. then, like, the, the sweat drops. Hmm, yep, 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 I get you. Or, like, you take the number eight and then some equal signs and then maybe, like, a D, like a big old capital D. Ooh. Yeah, that's naughty. But anyway, so... She books it the fuck out of there. She's screaming. The music's got like it, all of these. The entire movie has a really, really good score. Every yeah, single I do like thing the score. fits. It's perfect. It works one hundred and ten percent. Yes, it sounds kind of like a laid back hotline Miami, which I like. And so then she she runs up into the attic, and I'm like, okay, fuck, okay, now what's she gonna do? And she let she lets her friends in real real quick, or no, they they barge in, and then they lock the door, and then one friend was left out. And this was the scheme, the scene that scared the shit out of me. As soon as as soon as it happened, I got instant goosebumps. And I yeah, it's a like, really good scene. I had to like fucking readjust my seat because I'm like, nope, can't do it, can't fucking do it. And uh, so I won't spoil. I won't spoil this yeah, one scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just good. for the people listening, but um, it's right after that they let the last friend in. And the thing that happens in that scene scared the fuck out of me. And it took me a good... That's when I was like, okay, okay. He's not going to show up again in this scene. They can't. He's not going to show up. So I can just calm the fuck down for a second. Hmm. Oh, and then uh, there's a few really, really good shots throughout the movie I really, really liked. Uh, there's one here uh, that, I, that, that I noted down in Pitch Blackness. Because it was worth it, because I wanted to remind myself of this later, because he watched the movie in darkness. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta, you gotta watch horror movies in the, in, without any lights on, because that way you can get the cinema experience. Yep. So they're, um, 
they're trying to find Hugh or whatever the fuck his name was, Greg or whatever, not Greg, uh, Hugh or Jeff, so whatever the fuck his name was. And so they end up going back to like Jeff's, so they go to his house and it's here that you're given a few kind of hints about what the monster is. Uh, I think I'm kind of stealing your thunder here a little bit. I think you're going to mention some of these, hmm. but um, yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll let you circle back around to it. But the, the movie drops a bunch of hints about the monster's characteristics because this dude had been getting chased by it for a long while, I guess. And, uh... Yeah, So I they mean, go yeah. to the school. And when you're in the school, there's another one of those spinning shots that they had in the first school. Where the camera's placed. Slowly spins around, very slowly, giving you enough time to scan in the background for anything that's looking right at the camera, walking towards you. And you do see one thing. You do see one student walking in. You know, it's about, uh... It's probably like so, a minute and a half long shot. Because there was something about the shot there that was really, really cool that I really, really, really liked. So as it's spinning around, um, say zero is dead north. Or whatever. So it's spinning around, and at about 15, you use 15 degrees, you see um, the two, you see uh, Paul and you see Jay, and they're both talking to the teacher. And it continues spinning around, you see nothing, 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 nothing. You see one person that's walking towards the camera. Continue spinning around. You see them. You see Jay, and you see them one more time, and it keeps going, keeps going, and it stops before it continues to give you a second look at that person walking forward and hold the shot, looking at Jay and the other person. So you're like, "Fuck, fuck." Yeah. Now that shot would have been a pain in the goddamn ass to get because you gotta both keep it in focus and make sure there isn't any reflections of the camera and all the mirrors and junk and the windows and all that crap. But, uh, yeah, like that, that, I really, really like that scene. Uh, there was a few, a few kind of like surface level metaphor stuff that I picked up on. Uh, like, uh, when she was young, you see several pictures of her in the swimming pool and she really loves to swim. She's in it in the opening of the movie. Uh, later on, the swimming pool is destroyed after she does some things, or allegedly does some things. Mm. And at the end of the movie, she's like, she's just swimming in a pool with the cast. She doesn't, like, she gets a cast at one point, and she's, you know, she, you see her in a pool, and she's got it hanging up above it. She's making sure not to get that cast wet. Then later on, she's like, fuck it. She mm-hmm. just goes in the pool with the cast. And fucking just doesn't even care. Mm, might as well. I don't know if that's kind of like a... Because... Uh, I'm working off of the angle of it's like a, it's a movie about like, because what I was taking from it is it's a movie about once you reach a certain age, sex starts to dominate your life. It, mm. t- it like w- with this monster, the way it changes the way you think, because now you have to constantly think, okay, where is this? Where's this fucking thing going to come and get me from? It changes how you act because now you always have to have an escape to get away from this thing. And it changes how you treat people because fucking thing might be go fucking don't fucking look at me don't you fucking look at me anyway so those are my quick kind of like surface level thoughts that i had on the movie for my first viewing yeah yeah i mean luckily the monster doesn't talk or else they could just like pretend to be like your dad and say hey son you want to go play catch but the catch is gonna be in my goddamn hands all over you yeah but um so joe tell me a little bit more tell me your deeper thoughts on this movie here after how many times have you seen this movie now twice Oh, you've only seen it twice? Yep. Oh, I I, see, I thought it was going to be, like, at least three. No, no, no. I uh, sigh over um over at the director's house. Ooh. 
The yeah. director of Butcher the Bakers. Yeah, Butcher the Bakers. Not so. the director of... No, fucking... no, no. Yeah, not It Follows. I'm, I don't have that in. Not yet. No, no, no. Um, so, yeah, we were watching it, and they were getting spooked, and I was I was enjoying it, but I really... I can't get scared. Can't get spooked. No, the last uh, things that scared me have pretty much just been David Lynch's like horror movies. And there's still one I have not seen yet. It's Inland Empire, because it's like a three-hour-long nightmare. Huh. Yeah. So, how did you, in that house scene, how were you not spooked when you first saw that? Were you, um, okay, was it a was it a level of spook where you're like, I can appreciate how scary that is? Was it like an Oh, academic? I could, yeah, I could recognize it's a good shot, you're like, but yeah. That's, that's very spooky. I'm not going to go, oh, fuck, oh yeah. boy. But I'm going to go, yes, I appreciate that is very terrifying. I appreciate that I am scared right now. Yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah, academic I so. fright? Yeah. Because, I mean, the I've, I've watched people die on webcams. I can't get scared no more. <laughs> Joe can't get scared anymore. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stared into the abyss, and the abyss stared back at me. And was and, like, hey, guys, it's me, Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, um, this is shot on, like, a very low budget, like, about a mil. And they, they definitely made it look very cinematic. I did like that. Um, was the movie at 60 FPS? No. Yeah, I didn't think that. No, almost no movies no. are. The The only time they tried that was with, like, one of the Hobbit prequels, and everybody, like, hey, that they threw up in their popcorn and junk, and then they didn't want to try it again. Huh? Yeah, because it, it, it was, like, the second Hobbit. I think they did it for the fight scenes, and nobody liked it. Um. So, yeah, I mean, pretty much all movies are shot at 24 frames per second. That's just, like, the standard that everybody settled on back in the day. Because uh, back in the olden days, you'd have to hand crank the camera, and that would depend on how many frames you're getting per second. So it'd be wildly inconsistent, depending on how fast you were cranking this thing. Huh. Like, the faster you're cranking it, the more frames you get, but the more real, the more of the real of film you are, you're using it up, and it costs more. So, yeah. But, yeah, no, now everybody's settled on 24. Neat. Except for PAL. I think PAL fucks it up. I think PAL's like 25. Oh, the European? Yeah. Yeah, they fucked it up for everybody. Yeah, like they always fucking do. Yeah, movies are always like very slightly faster whenever you get the European copy because it's like a different electricity thing on their TVs, and it's a whole could could do. Um, so what was I going to say? So, um, yeah, I I really did appreciate like how little they actually showed of the monster. You get maybe five scenes with it in the whole movie, five six maybe. There's a few scenes where it's just it like, could be the monster. Yeah, it could be. And there's also somewhere it's a little bit wacky, which actually now that I think about it, there was a scene um near the end of the movie where you see the monster in kind of a weird place. And yeah, yeah. like if I looked at that right now, I would be laughing at it, but like, no, it was still pretty fucking spooky. Yeah, now this thing loves to fuck with people. And I'm like the type of dude who if I see something silly in a movie, it'll break all of my immersion and I'll laugh at it. But no, that they still managed to make that spooky. I think it's because of the build-up to it of, oh, I think we're safe. Yeah, yeah. And then, hey, guys, let's go over here and do... Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, the, fuck. Is it the one on the roof? Yeah. Yeah, oh, He's yeah. on the roof like the fucking horse in The Witcher 3. Yeah. Like fucking Roach. Yeah, it's like an Oblivion game that got bugged out and like your apple cart like landed up on a mountain. Now you gotta go fetch it. If it you actually looks back. like a modded uh, Skyrim NPC. 
Oh yeah, because people love to put the little willies on you. Yeah, because he was like he was kind of stocky. He was bald and he had like thick pubes. (laughs) Yep, yep. That's that looked like like a censored thing. Anyway, what were we talking about? We were talking about something, some movie. Oh no, no, no! I was just saying how I really appreciated um, uh, how little they actually show of this thing, which is nice. And I mean, you get a good like. mixture of people it's kind of uh pretending to be like you get some normal looking people you get some nude people you get like uh some fucked up looking people yeah you get some real messed up looking dudes you get actors that are already in the scene yep yeah because um like basically it can be anybody at any time so um like the optimal play for this thing would just be like be a normal guy with like a hat and just like walk towards you like the the first time but instead it goes for like a uh a naked chick to really, like, just scare him. I think it likes scaring people. Something similar to Pennywise. Mm, yep. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I, I had mixed thoughts on the new remake. Yeah, but that's that's yeah. that's for different best boys. Nah, probably not. Yeah, probably not. I'm not gonna see it. Yeah. It's all long, and it's always, like, it's jump-scaring you, and then the teeth go, ah. Yeah. So, uh, do you know of any, so... Is this the first movie this director has put out, or have they done any other uh, stuff, do you know? I'm not sure. Um, I mean, this is definitely his first big movie, I think. He could have done some shorts or, like, a student film before, or even just a very low-budget film before. Um, the director actually based it on, like, nightmares he would always have about something just, like, walking towards him and not stopping. Um, and then later on, he just decided to combine that with sex, because that's pretty spooky, too. That's how you sell movies. Mm, yeah. Oh, they could put, like, the naked peeing chick on the cover, and I'd buy three copies. I don't even think you bought one copy, because you watched this on Netflix. I do have a copy, it's, but it's DVD, it's standard resolution, and we weren't originally going to do this, we were going to do something else, so. hmm Yeah, no, um, that's actually a theme. I always bring just piles of movies to Best Boys, and then we watch one of them. Just like at Grandma's house, you would always oh, bring yeah, piles yeah, of yeah. movies, and we wouldn't watch any of them. Nope, never, ever, ever. I'd, like, bring my laptop. We could play, like, a little bit of Binding of Isaac. And so you just play Binding of Isaac for all of Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who needs to see relatives, as I always say. Um. So, yeah, I mean, the one thing I really like about this movie, it's, it's very time-independent. This could be taking place anywhere between, like, 1960 to 2040. Like, nobody knows. Yeah, because uh, everything... It, like, like we mentioned way earlier on, Time is, you're never sure of what the time is, or what, you know, even what fucking season it is. Hey, maybe that's why the word fall on the cover isn't capitalized. Yeah, yeah, like at some point they're like wearing winter clothes, and then they're in like the pool and junk, and then they're just walking around with leaves all. Oh, fuck, that's right, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, that that's a very good, I think that might be one of the reasons why this movie felt a little weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the director definitely did that intentionally. Yeah, because they go to the lake, and it's cold, and there's leaves everywhere, and then the next scene, she's swimming in her house. Yeah, it's very dream logic-y. Yeah. Where things just happen. Yeah, no, I mean, Stanley Kubrick really famously employed that with The Shining, because um, there's, like, windows where there can't possibly be windows in the hotel. I mean, there's a bunch of rooms that can't be there. It's like a bunch of things that move in the background, and Kubrick was a perfectionist, so I mean that couldn't have slipped by him. Like a bunch of chairs just move depending on how many characters are in the scene. Like move oh, or are changed mid. Are changed mid scene. 
Like, yeah, no, there's some very deliberate stuff in there. There's a voice clip of Stanley Kubrick saying the words shown, like, 15 times in the movie, in the background. And nobody even noticed it before until a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, The Shining would be a really good episode that you've seen already. I mean, I've only seen it once. It sounds like I need to see it multiple times. Yeah, no, The Shining's very interesting. Anyway, but, uh, let's get some closing thoughts on, sure, uh, sure. on It Follows here. Uh, is there yeah. any other big stuff that you'd like to share about the movie, Joe? Um, no, not really. I mean, luckily, um, it did make its money back, and it, uh, got vast critical plurays. But what tends to normally happen is whenever an indie horror movie gets popular, a bunch of people on the internet hate it. Which yeah. did happen to this one. How? Um, people just thought it didn't make any sense. It wasn't good as, it wasn't as good as they were promised by other people on the internet. Um. Sounds like they're a bunch of fucking dumbos. Mm, yeah, well, that's what I would say. Yeah. But, um, in my highly uneducated film opinion, this is the spookiest movie I've ever seen, and, uh, it disturbed me more than Funny Games. The Funny Games is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, Funny Games is neat. Yeah, this movie and that movie weren't no funny games. Where does the laughing matter? No, exactly. The only people laughing are the director laughing at you for watching such a movie. I agree. You know what else I agree with? That's the end of this, best boys. Oh, Ted. What? Here, wait. Open your window, girl. What is that? We gotta get out of here. I was just fucking a beehive yesterday. I gotta get out of here. Do you see that thing? God damn it, Joe. Now I actually feel annoyed. Fuck off. Oh, get the fuck God. out of my house. I, I've got it. It's coming. It's coming. 